What's up? It is Sam from 97X, and I am in the studio with Jordan, grandson. Hey, Sam. And um, we've been starting our Break the Stigma campaign, which is about using music to start the conversation about mental health and mental illness. And I just thought, you know, honestly, I looked at your Twitter like today and your Instagram today, and I can feel that you understand the importance of that and um, I would just love to kind of hear your thoughts on how music can be involved in helping people yeah first off I think it's a really important initiative you guys are running here and I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it in some small way um, and I have always since I was you know 14 years old been using um, music to um, find constructive outlets for um, when I get low with my mental health for when I navigate uh, depression or being manic um, and it's a, an important tool in the toolkit but I think it's important to recognize that uh, you have to have a lot of different um, resources that you know to turn to when you get low so for me having um, routines both physically and mentally um, and music uh, being one of them but more so than music for me, music is just uh, writing. You know, getting mm -hmm. your thoughts out um, has always been something that I can point to when I'm struggling. I find that when my mental health is low is often when my thoughts are just kind of bouncing in between my ears and it's when I get it out, whether it's just in my journal between me and myself or it's into a microphone for millions of people. Uh, the process of being um, understood and, and, and navigating these things. I always like using the analogy of water where um, if you're treading water in the ocean, the waves can feel so uh, daunting and intimidating. But if you are looking down at it from an airplane, it all looks super calm. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's music or physical exercise, whatever it is to help you um, get that perspective, uh, remove yourself from the from the throes of whatever you're going through and be able to see uh, the water for what they are, it, it, whatever works, you know. Mm -hmm. And it, like the reason, you know, we call it break the stigma really is just because I think there is, it's hard for people to feel comfortable talking. And a lot of our listeners and a lot of them are young, mm -hmm. you know, when they're in like a dark time, they turn to you guys, they turn mm -hmm. to the artists, they turn to the music. And I think that although, like you said, it's an awesome tool, um, it's important to be okay talking to somebody else. Yeah. I mean, 100%. like me personally, like I lost my father to suicide about like six years ago. And I don't yeah. think I talked about it for maybe the first four and a half. Because I always felt like it was so dark and mm. like heavy and I didn't, I, I had trouble like verbalizing it. And I kind of realized recently that like, that's a problem. How did you, like, can you recall the specific steps that you took to take some of the weight off of that? I think just, I started to have conversations with people in my life like really here at work like mm -hmm. I felt okay say like I would post a picture of him or something for like Father's Day and like I would slowly say like honestly it's hard to even remember now what mm -hmm. triggered me talking about it more but I felt like I was protecting something in my family by not like mm -hmm. my mom and her feelings and my mm -hmm. brother and his feelings and 
I think that just slowly talking to a few people close to me and realizing that when you talk to one person, they have a story. And then it's like a chain reaction and then they feel better. Mm -hmm. And then the bigger I've kind of felt comfortable talking about it, I realized like it's so important. I mean, I've had people come up to me at work and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I didn't know that about you. This happened to me. This happened to Mm -hmm. my friend. And it becomes a superpower. Mm -hmm. It really becomes, you become a lighthouse. You become like a beacon Mm -hmm. um, for other people by, by reframing what you're going through as a point of, of strength as uh, recognizing how your trauma weaves into your identity. I think one of the really important things um, when we associate um, trauma or depression with heaviness, um, a lot of the time we look to eliminate pain. We look to we look at pain and and that weight as something to shed, something to get rid of as quickly and efficiently as possible. One of the things that um, my relationship to mental health and and the past year and a half I've had working with a therapist, one of the important things that we navigate together is that there are some feelings that are important to sit with. And a lot of the time, the seeking to rid yourself um, and alleviate that weight um, without navigating it for what it is turns people to um, drug use, addiction. Mm-hmm. I've struggled with um, drug use in my life as as a mechanism of coping, which leads you with a whole other set of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the key is to navigate uh, uh, heaviness versus burden. So I think that things are heavy. You know, we, you have, we have gone through things that are heavy. The key is to recognize that by talking about them, you're not placing a burden on whoever it is that you're talking to. So many kids come up to me and they're overwhelmed with emotion because they associate uh, me, a human being, with the music that has touched them. And as they get emotional, the apologies start coming. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. And it stems from feeling burdensome. It stems from this feeling of by talking about this thing, now it's your problem to deal with. Exactly. That's a good way to say that. Yeah. So I think it's about recognizing um, you have nothing to apologize for as you navigate these things that so many people are navigating. And I think the stigma around um, seeking help, professional help, Um, talking to your doctor about your mental health as well as your physical health, recognizing that they are in many ways the same thing. Um, I think those are important steps um, when paired with um, doing things that make you feel good and make Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable with who you are. So for me, relying on other people, relying on relationships I have in my life – and trying to remove the sorry from that, trying yeah. to remove the the feeling of being burdensome on people that are around me that want to help me, mm-hmm. that love me. And uh, that is an incredible gift and an incredible privilege that should be exercised because people are waiting to help you, whether it's professionally, there are people sitting by whose job it is, is to be there, be a non-judgmental ear, and you have um, some sort of support system around you. and and. For me, when I recognized the privilege that I have to have that support system mm-hmm. was when I um, 
also felt a responsibility to set an example and be comfortable talking about the different things I'm going through. Um, and, and, and yeah, so you do an awesome job, uh, with, you know, the grandkids will call them just get it using your platform as an artist for like being so accessible and being, um, just a, a voice of like, it's okay. Like I love yeah. just the the tweet you have pinned to the top about like how so many artists it becomes such a business, mm-hmm. and it's important to remember like this is about the music and it's yeah. about how it makes you feel. And it's just about the community. You mm-hmm. know, when I picture what what this thing could be at its most uh, pure and like beautiful iteration, like this thing being grandson, which mm-hmm. is really just a concept. You know, like I just came up with a name with my guy, my buddy over here, and the two of us believed in a thing called grandson. And it's only as strong as our collective belief in in any in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, when I picture that at its most beautiful, it is a network in which people can connect. You yeah. know, and that that's a that that starts with the music, but I'd love for grandkids to be able to connect and, and share what they're navigating and, and have support without me coming to town and without me mm-hmm. um, having to have a single at radio or whatever <laughs> it is. So um, it is important for me. And as somebody, I, I'm very lucky to be comfortable in my skin and talk about these things. Um, I try to advocate for mental health because I've had low mental health and got a therapist. I've told people to take care of their sexual and reproductive health because I've had a sexually transmitted infection. You know, like mm-hmm. I've, I've done a lot of stuff that um, I'm now on the other side of and I'm going to use as a point of strength and advocacy instead of cowering in a corner and, mm-hmm. and feeling burdensome. I'm just over it because it serves no one. Yeah. It serves me the least. You know, I, you think that you're doing somebody a favor and uh, it, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. So... So keep going, person listening to this. You <laughs> got, can I swear? I can't swear. Yeah, you can. You fucking got this shit. I got you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, it's something we're just starting to get off the ground, and I love that you're willing to be a part of breaking well, the stigma. I think it's, it's just a really, really important component of alternative music, of of rock and roll, of, of 2019. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that... It's really important for us to use our respective platforms to amplify messages of inclusivity and uh, any way I can be a part of that, I I I try to be. So thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Thank you.